everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Garment Decorators podcast. Today, Andy and I are joined by Jenna, commercial sales exec from Styles. We're so excited to have you with us today. Thanks, Jenna, for taking the time to join us. Yeah, I'm very excited to be back on with you guys. I know we were talking about it being so long. It doesn't feel that long ago, but happy to be, you know, catching up with you guys. It's been a, it's been a minute. It has. It always feels, no matter what we do and who we're talking to, it always feels like everything that we do was like last week. And I think when I looked this morning, it was like 10 months ago that <laughs> you've been on the podcast. That's just insane. Yeah, that's crazy. So today, for those of you listening or watching on YouTube, you've probably already heard about the Global Masterclass that's coming on the 27th of September. If you haven't, then... I have no idea what you've been doing, but you haven't been on the internet, that's for sure. Um, and we're going to just talk a little bit more about that today. Jenna is, of course, one of the presenters. So we're going to go into a little bit about what her talks are going to be about, what you can expect. And yeah, just give you a bit more insight into the event in general. So, yeah, so thank you very much for joining us, Jenna. Always good to see you. Um, so I just thought it'd be nice to just kind of, because in the UK, we don't, we, apart from the events we, we run in-house here, we have one event a year, which is, you know, has some good talks at it. But the UK in general is quite far behind the US when it comes to education and trade shows. And one of the things we want to do with this event is kind of bring some of that good stuff that you do in the US with styles to a kind of a big international virtual event. So could you tell us a little bit more about some of the classes that are run, uh, like the Heat Press for Profit days that run off the back of the bigger US events that people are going to get the benefit of? on the 27th of September. Yeah, so uh, we definitely pride ourselves in education. I feel like it's one of the key things we need around our products because there's so many things, uh, so many avenues that customers can take um, whenever it comes to getting involved in custom apparel printing. Um, and so a lot of our education is built around um, different levels that you can enter in the industry. Um, and we build that kind of around persona as well. Uh, Cause not every client is built the same. Not every business is run the same. So we wanna make sure we're educating in a way that is going to hit uh, different business levels whether that be beginner, intermediate to expert. Um, and so, <clears throat> Whenever we're considering, you know, education through Heat Press for Profit, uh, whether that be virtually or in person, which is my favorite, um, mm -hmm. or even building that in-person um, atmosphere through virtual, which we're doing with this event. So I love that. Um, but education is, you know, tailored to our audience at all times. Um, and yeah, are we whether it's he transfers screen print, emblems and patches. He transfer vinyl. Uh, we want to educate you so that you can go back to your business confidently um, and know that you've made the right choice in the product and the equipment to run your business. I think it's, it's really important. And I think one of the good things about the stuff that Styles doing yes, and that we do in the UK is is a kind of a commitment to continuous education. I think sometimes people get a little bit, their backs up a little bit when you say we're going to educate you. And you're like, that's okay, because you have to be continuous and continuous because everything changes so quickly. 
I mean, I think so much has changed in terms of what we do in the last three or four years versus the previous three or four years. I and mean, I've been here five and a half years. And I think you've been in sort of similar sort of time frame, but like with the, the full color transfers and ultra color max and things like everything changes rapidly. So it, being committed to continuous education, I think it's really important to being a successful business. Absolutely. I, I mean, you can think about it from different levels or, or I, I tend to put myself in a customer's shoes. If I'm just entering the industry, how overwhelming that could feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think back to whenever I first started and um, my mentors and my managers were really good about, you know, picking a section of the industry to train me on mastering that and then moving on to the next bucket or next market, if you will. Um, so we have um, the luxury of having people teach us when we first enter. So it doesn't feel so overwhelming to start. And that's what we want to do for people that are just getting started. And even as we continue to grow in this industry ourselves, we're still learning. So as we're learning, that means our customers need to keep learning. So I, I, I still know a few clients that I met whenever I first started and uh, it's am- amazing enough, you know, they've had success. Um, there have obviously been ups and downs, but they continued to stay, you know, in the know, um, learn new things, even if they felt like they were streamlining um, successfully, they know that they eventually have to implement something else because the industry is ever changing. It's ever growing and staying up on what's the latest. I mean, look at us now, like we're so focused on direct to film right now. 10 years ago, we were like all things glitter heat transfer. (laughs) It does change. And and we try to stay as up to date as we can so that our customers can do the same. It's all about remaining relevant and not getting lost behind. That's something that um, I think it was Kelly on the Heat Press for Profit podcast a few episodes ago said something about her and her husband were having that same conversation. And he asked her, is there ever like surely once you get to a certain point everyone knows everything about how to decorate onto garments and she said well no because we bring like new things out all the time that we don't know how to decorate on or companies and blank suppliers bring out new fabric combinations that we have to learn how to print on and teach other people to and you've just you've summed that up so nicely in terms of how everything grows yeah yeah i want to say um you know there's a lot of industry leaders uh but Fashion is what drives it. Um, our blank partners at like Threadfast and Bella Canvas, who will also be at the um, virtual master class with us, they're telling us what the apparel trends are, but we have to be able to teach them or our clients how to print it successfully. You know, so we let our blank um, apparel providers really guide us in what's trending and then teach you, you know, what, how to print it and what different things that you can do to, you know, diversify and create something that's unique. That's going to build brand value uh, for businesses. 
So and this leads us on to a nice point because obviously one of the things that you'll be doing at the masterclass is hosting one of the couple of the panels that we have. Because um, for anyone that's unfamiliar with Jenny, you deal a lot with the bigger brands as part of your role within um, Styles, and you help with the activations, and you do a lot of the kind of lots of people that you're probably not allowed to talk about. A lot of them, I'm sure, <laughs> but you, you're kind of one of the people that brings a lot of people together, and that's why we wanted to kind of give everyone at the event a kind of a taste of that and a kind of an idea for collaboration. So I was just going to give everyone a little bit of a quick bio about some of the talks we've got coming up. But one of the important ones that we have is around um, sustainability, which is obviously a big hot topic across all events that we're going to at the moment. Um, and that's one where Bella Canvas and Treadfast are going to be coming on to tell everyone a little bit, a bit more about what that means um, what to look out for, but there's a lot, I think it feels like, especially UK events, there's a lot of advancements, not in just terms of how people are talking about sustainability, but the actual quality of product as well. It's actually not just, it's not just a, like I think we said a few times, it's not just like a brown t-shirt that's recycled. It's, yeah. it's even like their kind of um, hero products are starting to have that sustainable message behind them as well now. Exactly. And <clears throat> You know, Threadfast and Bella Canvas, they will, um, you know, educate as much as they can on the eco-friendly materials. Um, but custom printed apparel is increasingly being made from sustainable and eco-friendly materials. We've heard it uh, for the past couple of years, whether that be organic cotton, hemp, bamboo. There's a, a variety of uh, materials being utilized in the makeup of the blanks, including recycled polyester. Um, and it's all about reducing the environmental footprint for clothing production. Uh, but there's a lot of things that we can do as apparel printers while our blank providers are really um, knocking it out of the park with choosing eco-friendly materials. We can, as printers, also, you know, choose water-based inks, eco-friendly inks, um, and kind of replace that traditional plastisol ink, uh, which at times can contain some harmful chemicals. So um, there's a lot of different ways to adopt this in, and we will hit a lot of this um, in the panel. Uh, we have some great uh, speakers who are experts in this, uh, but you're right. Uh, you said it, you know, promoting quality over quantity. Uh, we want to encourage our customers to invest in you know, high quality custom apparel that lasts longer. Uh, so that looks like durable materials and printing techniques that, you know, ensure the longevity of the product that's being printed. So um, yeah, we'll be talking a lot on that um, as this topic continues to be increasingly important, especially in the fashion industry and in the world of fast fashion, we have to help you know, and um, so we're going to be teaching some ways that you can do that for sure. That's it. And it's something that will be important for customers, or, uh, decorators of all sizes. Like even if you're just doing 10 units, is there something that people are going to be driving towards you as well now? So it's not just a case of like, yeah, it's something for the big brands and I don't need to worry about it. Like at every single level, every single niche of decorator type is going gonna, is gonna to have to consider this. Um, yeah. with, because that's what the customers want. They're, they're getting it from the from fashion, so they're now expecting everything to kind of follow suit that way. 
but right. also you can now right so yeah. in the past it might have been the case of you know you choose the slightly cheaper blank because it doesn't cost you as much but there has always been a, a higher quality version available whether or not it was as sustainable or as eco-friendly is another conversation but what you said Jenna about printing methods like now that we have our custom transfers which are you know the same in the US that will outlast the garment you know they last 70 75 plus washes there's no reason why they can't offer that option whereas you know in the past before I mean our transfers quality wise have always been great but especially with ultra color now you know the full color option and there's so many different ways that people can start with this water base exactly yeah there's sort of less excuses now is I think what I'm trying to say in a roundabout yeah yeah, and it's, it's becoming easier, right, for um, our custom print clients that, you know, want to have that sustainability message. So we're out here providing solutions. <laughs> <laughs> and I think one of the things I'm really excited about for this masterclass, because we're very conscious that it's going to be you know, a full day of education and we want to make sure that it's valuable to everyone. It's not We're not just going to be presentation after presentation, but... I think that having panel discussions is really helpful for everyone that is thinking about attending. Because I think sometimes when you've got, especially the fact that Bella Canvas and Fred Fast are going to sit around the table and discuss things. But like when you have a few people on like a round table like this, you sometimes get a bit more information from these other brands that perhaps you don't get the chance to hear from as much in from an educational point of view. Um, but it's really valuable because you know it's a bit more relaxed, and they'll be talking amongst each other. Um, but I think it's a good opportunity. I don't know. We do you get the chance to do much panels um, for the bigger events in the US. I always find them really so useful. Um, I find them extremely useful because you're getting to uh, pick people's brains, mm. and everyone is having a different conversation in the industry. Um, that's why talking to um, clients that I know personally personally is um, such a plays such a big role in being able to educate other clients um, and being able to learn what conversations our uh, blank apparel distributors and manufacturers are having with their clients. Um, you learn so much from other people's perspective. Uh, so whenever you go into a panel discussion, it's good to go into it with an open mind and a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> and some notes because there's a lot of good stuff um, that these industry leaders um, are going to be coming to this master class to educate on and really just let you know what's happening. You know, there are a lot of folks that, you know, don't necessarily feel comfortable going out to a trade show um, just yet. So they're staying at home and they're getting all their education through the computer. Um, and this is a fun way to do that. You know, uh, I love YouTube, but I can fall down a rabbit hole and I can get lost in different topics. And I also have those little squirrel moments where <laughs> I'll be on one topic and then something will catch my eye over here and I'll I'll go over there and be like, oh, what's that? You know, <laughs> uh, this is going to be a little bit more focused for for people that need to learn um, what's happening out there in the industry. Um, and there's going to be a lot of great information again. Um, there's going to be amazing panelists on that have been in the industry for years um, and they they know what's happening because they're in it. Um, yeah. yeah. And I mean, 
Just last week, I was in New Orleans um, at the SNS Activewear product preview. Um, and, you know, sometimes you think there's all you need to know out there about blank apparel, but <laughs> there isn't, <laughs> you know, there are a lot of new things coming out, um, a lot of different um, materials that are blended fabrics that I'm going to need to learn how to print on. So my clients will be able to learn how to print on. So it's always good to, you know, hear from other people that are in different parts of the industry so that you can know, you know, what the next step is for yourself. And it's not just going to be sustainability that's being covered as well. But I mean, that is one of the panel talks, but there is also another one um, specifically around color trends and what to expect going sort of in there. Oh into 2024 as well. So I get the impression that's the one you're most your excited about. Subject. I'm so excited about this one and I'll tell you why. Um, I, I often do a lot of uh, trend reports myself and uh, Kelly Walters, um, who you mentioned earlier, <clears throat> another great stalls educator. Um, she actually does her own boutique. So she's very in the know of retail trends and how that translates to custom apparel trends. Uh, so her and I are consistently looking at um, new blanks, how to print them, and print techniques that are going to elevate that blank, right? Um, <clears throat> again, quality over quantity. And um, we're going to have two panelists that are actual clients of ours on with us um, that are in it every day. Um, one is in the design aspect of it, and the other is actually in the music industry where they work with Doja Cat and The Weeknd and Taylor Swift. And they're, they're obviously like right in what trends are thriving in custom printed apparel, specifically for the music industry. So two really great clients of ours that have agreed to be on the panel. Um, and I just think that they have a lot of knowledge to bring to the table uh, when it comes to different print finishes that will complement a blank and sell for major profits. Oh, I'm excited now. You've dropped some This is exclusive, piece. yeah. I didn't even know this until just now. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I want to know who, like, exactly who it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll let you guys know, but our viewers have to join everyone, in and see. Actually, everyone else has to head to stylesmasterclass.com and sign up now and join us live on the 27th of September. And you can yeah. ask these people some questions live and in person and get some. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that bit as well. There's so to, much you know, going on. You know, you'll have access to these people to ask these questions find out yeah, how that one, business. Yeah, and that one um, for our um, U.S. listeners, that one is early on our time. It's 8 a.m. Eastern. Um, so just know that these are sessions that you can catch up on after the fact, um, and you'll be able to learn how to access all of that stuff once you get signed up and into uh, the virtual event. But just know that if you miss anything, this one might be one that you miss, especially if you're on the West Coast, uh, but it'll be there and contact information will be shared. So if you want to talk to people directly, you'll have that option. Excellent. I'm really excited about that. Then. I am now. Yeah. <laughs> Good.
That was my that was my whole goal this entire podcast. <laughs> Get people excited. It's working. It's working a treat. Awesome. <laughs> One of the other things I was hoping you could perhaps uh, give us a little bit of a, a taste of is we're going to be covering lots of different things around troubleshooting, transfer techniques, things like that, new ideas. One of the things I saw you do recently was you used the 360 hat press and some Sherpa fleece like tops to put patches on. I thought that was um, that was really fascinating. I wonder if you could perhaps give us a little bit of a walkthrough of where that came from, how? How, how you found it, how much testing it took to get to that point of before you unleashed it on everyone. So this actually um, started back in, it was pre-COVID actually, Boxer okay. Craft, um, a very well-known uh, brand when it comes to uh, collegiate wear and spirit wear and Greek wear, um, they dropped a new Sherpa, uh, Sherpa fleece, um, outerwear, like quarter zip. They did vests, full zip and jackets. And and it just seemed like it just kept the, the popularity of it just kept rising. Um, and so at the time, um, you know, they were just embroidering and that was the only recommended solution. Um, but of course, I'm a heat printer <laughs> by trade. I, I entered in at stalls and I never left. <laughs> uh, so heat printing, we needed to find a solution. Um, and the more we talked with our friends over at Boxer Craft, um, we learned that, you know, it's it's just polyester. So no harm in testing, right? Hopefully, fingers crossed mm -hmm. at that point. Um, and we just started testing our dimensional heat transfer vinyl on it to start. At the time, we hadn't yet launched emblems and patches, which is like perfect for that substrate. It could just complements it so nicely. Uh, but we started with um, soft flock heat transfer vinyl. It was the most dimensional that we offered at the time and it complemented it well because it had that like faux suede or velvety like feel to it. Um, and so we heat applied it and we took extra precaution. We were using print perfect pads and flexible application pads just to make sure we weren't burning anything. Um, but the more we kept working with it, we're like, okay, let's try this cover sheet. So then we went down to a craft paper um, and it applied fine. There was like no issue at all. There was no scorch mark or heat print box. Um, so we knew that we could successfully put Sherpa underneath the heat press without fear. Um, and then from there, once we started launching emblems and patches, we're like, we got to show this stuff on Sherpa fleece and, um, see how it works. So of course, whenever we're working with patches, we recommend dual heat uh, just because it applies the patch uh, faster um, and at a lower um, temperature from the top. So we just loaded it on the 360 IQ, um, put a patch on there, and, and it was a it was a success. So uh, no need to embroider anymore. Heat transfer works just fine and. Sherpa is still continuing to trend. So if you guys are looking for, um, you know, viewers are looking for a, an easy way to custom print that, patches are a solid way to go. The, the great thing as well is it's 
it's just sit, sitting on top of purpose. It's not like it's it's on there, but it's crushed everything else around it and it's mm -hmm. made it a real indentation. It's just looks look like it's always been on there, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's embedded in uh, to the Sherpa. It's not like laying right on top. The pressure from the heat press really gets that adhesive down into the base of the garment. Uh, but the rest of the Sherpa, you know, that pile still remains true. We're not compromising the finish of the Sherpa just to get the print on there. So that's the beauty of it. Um, science. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best way to put it. It works. Yeah. That's the technical term. Yeah. Just science. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's the thing about the thing about the 360, which just always amazes me. It's like there's lots of things like that when you're like, someone says, Oh, can you do this? Can you do that? And you're like, think about it for a minute. And you're like, let me go to the 360. You turn it on like normally, it's like one or two goes. And you're like, yep, I figured that one out. Like, say, science. It, it just, yeah. it's not many things that you can't like if it doesn't go into it with a normal heat press like, hmm, let me try the 360 i've got a feeling this is going to work you like, put, yeah. um was it a we got sent after an event once i can't remember the reason behind it but we got sent a box of balaclavas oh, do you yeah. remember this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we hadn't asked for them we weren't featuring them at the event no idea where they came from but we had this box sitting there and obviously we were just like mucking around with them like joking yeah. and andy was like on a serious note let's put this on the 360 <laughs> and we heat printed a balaclava and then i was like right what do we do with this now yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh did you guys end up doing a video on it do you know what? No, but I, I could, but then I kind of feel like I'm, I mean, what do you wear balaclavas for? I feel like I'd be like enabling crime or something by making <laughs> yes, a video yes. on that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Is that a good idea? I'm not sure. Yeah, you never but... know what market you're going to hit when you post something to social media. <laughs> That's very true. I mean, what else do people wear balaclavas for? Like hiking and stuff if it's cold? Maybe. Yeah. No. I'm not going to lie. I don't even know what it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So for context, it's, you know, one of those things that you pull over your head and it's just off. the eyes that poke oh, out. Oh, okay. like covers your entire, yeah. yeah. One but, of those. There but, we go. That will make sense but, now. But they weren't like <laughs> yes. particularly like, they weren't quite a ski mask. They weren't like they were like functional for skiing because they're nice and thick. They were just like they were a, like fleet, a thin. They were fleet. kind of like a, a fashion ski mask, if that could be such a thing. No, I, I, um, Billie Eilish, uh, the artist, mm -hmm. uh, featured it um, in some of her photos, and I want to say it was in conjunction with like a release of an album or a lead up to dropping like a mm -hmm. single or something where the post had gotten a lot of um, a, like traction from her fans and her viewers and followers. Um, and I feel like I just started seeing them everywhere after that. Um, personally, you're not going to find me wearing one. <laughs> Could you imagine if I showed up on this podcast <laughs> with one of those on? <laughs> uh, but hey. It's just the whole masterclass her, wearing it. Yeah, is that how <laughs> we're going to do the event? <laughs> Is that yeah? The secret people that we're not allowed to talk about—they're actually going to be wearing balaclavas <laughs> the whole time, not give away their their identity. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is great. Oh my goodness! I actually want that to happen now, just for funsies. <laughs> we should send them some like a little get VIP package as a joke with some in. That'd be funny. Yeah. But that does um, you know, it does shed light on how heavily like our artists and influencers impact buying decision mm. um if they have the followers you know 
people will buy it. That's it. I mean, you know, look, I mean, you mentioned Taylor Swift earlier, but I mean, she's they've, she's sell, selling out like cinemas now because she's too busy. She sold out the stage and so now they're going to do what, $150 million weekend just in the cinemas, which is probably above nearly all films will do. But there'll probably be T-shirts and merch to go along with that as well, I'm sure, to celebrate that fact. I know that there was one, I went to one recently for at Snow when they had Metallica's concert, they were live streaming. Oh, awesome. Then, then before it started, the QR code on the, the screen is buy the t-shirt. There's literally like, I saw Metallica at the cinema. And <laughs> they original, like that. original. <laughs> Did you buy one, Andy? I didn't know. Oh, it was like disappointing. It was like forty. Did, it was like forty pounds, and I was like, I don't know how much this is. This cost them to make. <laughs> well, it's hard for us to justify buying a T-shirt now because we know now. what goes into it. Yeah. And also, we've had this conversation before, but we bought. Well, I say we. I mm. bought a T-shirt when I was on holiday once. I think I was in New York or somewhere, and I bought a T-shirt for the sake of like I've been to New York kind of thing. And when I got it home, I realized it was a Gildan, and Andy looked at me and was just like. <laughs> can't believe you and I was like that's not the point it's not the brand it's yeah. the memory but ever since it's then like the memory, yeah. it's, it's not knowing like what you were saying um the QR code for the cinema you want to look and touch and feel before you buy if you go on a QR code you can't tell what blank that t-shirt is and you don't want to pay 40 pounds for something that's going to be scratchy do you exactly but that also um kind of like shows you how important you know having a t-shirt just for a memory is um, and then I will buy if I know that the artwork, like the artwork will sell me more than anything. Yeah. Cause like my brain just is triggered by aesthetic and, uh, design. Right. So if I see a really good design where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be able to replicate that. I yeah. will buy it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll spend the money on it. So design and you know, it, it, it'll sell a t-shirt even if it is a gilded. Yeah, I agree with you. I've been to gigs before and I'm like, hey, I think I buy t-shirts. Then you get there and you're like, eh, it's nothing. I wouldn't wear any of these t-shirts because, like I said, the right. design is very over simple, but not in a good way. Not yeah. like, simple can be good. In a lazy but was, kind but of like, way. this was just like, yeah, this was just phoned in a bit and like, yeah, it didn't work. And I like uh, that people are are utilizing unique placement, um, just as simple as maybe even dropping something on like the cuff of a mm. sleeve on a sweatshirt. Um, I've just seen some really unique things be done. Um, Mayfair, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of them, but um, they dropped a uh, a line, let's say probably two years ago now. Um, and it just had all over print full color. And it wasn't like a sublimation type situation it was like a, a screen printed i mean it was pricey i want to say like it the the sweatshirt itself without the sweatpants was like 150 and up so like you were paying for like a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> um but it had like somebody loves you like on the front but then it had all these other unique placements like on the back up the sleeve and then it had a matching set of like sweatpants and I'm like people were buying it influencers were posting it and people just were eating it up it was crazy um but I'll never forget that because of the unique placement and the design element of it have you seen anything 
you know, you go get to go to quite a lot of events and stuff with stars. Is there any kind of unique placement that you've seen recently that you're thinking like that could be a thing for the next year or a thing you're like, oh, okay, I've never seen that one before. Yeah, um, but it was, what's funny is, is whenever I go to events, um, whenever I look at blanks, they're not typically printed. And if mm. they are printed, they just put something on the front just so that they are able to say, hey, this can be done in, in this technique, DTF, DTG, screen print, heat transfer, whatever it may be. They'll just showcase it on the front. Um, but it's, I'm seeing it a lot from um, actual clients um, where they're, if it's a t-shirt, they're printing like on the collar yeah. of the crew. Um, whether that's beneath the seam or on top of uh, the actual ribbed hemmed like cuff, if you will. Um, and then um, small branding, like center chest of T-shirts. Um, sleeves are still very popular, um, but and Kelly will actually be showcasing how to print this next week. Um, but a lot of T-shirts... Um, that are a little bit more fashion forward, maybe from Boxer Craft, um, MV Sport, or um, even more like business wear, like Mercer and Metal. They'll have stuff pre-cuffed and it'd be sewn to have a cuff in it. And they're actually like adding branding on the cuff of that. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really unique ways that um, people are are showcasing you know custom printed product but that's what's catching people's eye right something that looks clean and put together but it's done uniquely and in a in an odd place because if you're not used to seeing it there you're like what is that yeah like when north face did their branding on the back shoulder of all of their stuff um i've been seeing that done a lot in um like corporate wear and like local business. I feel like back prints have kind of taken a bit of a new, like they've it's kind of taken the stage a little bit because we've seen, like you say, a little bit of like just off the back shoulder. There's the just below the seam on the back of the t-shirt. It's almost like an inside out neck label that has mm -hmm. been around a little bit. And then also on like sweatshirts and stuff, I've seen stuff like just below like your arm almost on the back. So when you stand there, it's kind of like halfway down and off a little bit. But all of these sort of random locations, like you say, if you haven't seen them there before, you're a bit like, oh, is that supposed to be there? Did you do that intentionally? But it looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's even some unique hat placements that people are doing um, where I've noticed, um, but at first I noticed Nike do it. Um, during the PGA golf tour um, where they did Nike up the center going back. You know how we'll do text down the sleeve? Yeah. Like vertically. They did it going up the hat, like okay. over the curve. And so I'm like, ooh, I want to, that's a challenge. How are we going to do that on the 360, right? Um, especially going over the curve of it. Um, and then uh, on the strap, if it's a leather strap, 
um, with like a buckle in the back, they'll brand the strap. So a lot of cool stuff with hats too. You can get creative outside of just your standard tees and fleece and outerwear. Um, accessories play um, a huge role in, you know, increasing your bottom line. So if you can incorporate that in a unique way, um, that's a good way for clients to stay relevant. Yeah, and it all comes from the fashion market, doesn't it? Like the big brands and everything that filters down into the print industry comes from there. And I think that's, that's something that I think Kelly and I are going to be talking about at the event, the global trends discussion that we're going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the topics we've mentioned um, discussing because it's just such a big one that I think, especially if you're entering the industry, even just being aware of the fact that keeping your eyes, but it's not just what you know, you see on the heat printers pages, it might be what you see on like Nike or Adidas or, you know, you can replicate that. And that's, you know, just the way the market is going. And I think it's a good thing. I think it's bringing us a lot more into the modern world, if you like. Yeah, I will. I will second that. I think custom printing allows, uh, and you said replicate, and it is easy, very, it's very easy for us to replicate uh, these looks and, and make it our own and tailor it to our end user. Uh, but, you know, custom printing, heat printing allows you to be at the forefront of those trends. I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, that it allows us to be the trendsetters of tomorrow, um, being able to offer that stuff like that, right? Drop of a hat, we can we can do it. I think that's it's a good point because that's the unique thing about heat transfers is obviously something comes out. And you had you might have had something planned and you've been working on it for months and months and months. And I think I heard um, I think it was the chief marketing officer for Pepsi say once. He said, "If I can't, if a successful campaign is one I can build and build and build and spend months on it, but if on the day before I launch I can't pivot it to someone else, it's not a successful campaign." And I think that's really true of feed transfers because, like I say, someone comes out, you see a new placement or you know, a new trend comes out because you've not printed, you're not committed those t-shirts to being stock yet. You have literally until the day before you could be like, right, we've made a mistake, but the worst scenario is maybe you've got to throw some transfers away, but if you bought them from styles, they're the best value anyway. So it means you can just pivot and be like, actually, no, let's refocus that design. Let's do something slightly different with it. We'll get them back in a couple of days. I've not missed out on it. We can jump straight on this trend and be a part of it. Right, right. Hashtag, we should normalize that for our industry, trendsetters of tomorrow. <laughs> that can be one of the hashtags for the event. We'll, uh, we'll add it to the, to the campaign. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> okay, well, I think on that note then, I think we've given everyone a little bit yeah. of a taste of what they can expect at the Global Masterclass. So just a reminder, head to starsmasterclass.com. It's free. Um, it's going to be a full day of other great classes, just like the one that Jenna's giving you a bit of a taste on. It is a, it's an education in a day. So do make sure you set aside the day, try and join us live if you can, because you can get the questions answered by the experts that way. And that's how you make the most of it. Just organize your week to be a part of it, get your team to jump on because everyone's going to learn something, um, and thank you very much, Jenna, for joining us today. Really appreciate you taking the time. Um, yeah, happy to be here. Thank you so much uh, for those of me. Jo- for those of you joining me at eight a.m., bring your coffee. 
I was going to be my favorite. Day, bring your snacks. Yep. Have your snacks and coffee ready because we we want to have you there with us to join in all the fun. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And thank you, Molly. Thank you. And we'll join you again next week. Sounds good. See you guys soon. Yeah. See ya. Bye.